One. What's up, everybody? It's a podcast, and that was an intro, and this is episode 75. You really dove into that, okay. that mic. Okay, Wenzel. I have a mic stand now, so some of us are ahead uh, above. Yeah, but we had problems beforehand, so... Yeah, maybe we did. Maybe some of us couldn't decide what we were doing the song. <laughs> oh, uh, have y'all been you're introduced the artist. yet? Have y'all been introduced yet? The, thank you. This is episode 75. Of the All You Can Hear podcast, I'm one of your five co-hosts, as always, Tanner. And with me, as per usual, I have... Oh, wow, fuck you. Hey, have you been introduced? <laughs> uh, it's... Car... See, we should have been... Hold on, hard. hold on. It's your... Co- <laughs> it's sarcophagus Cody. Fuck. It's Paranormal Bat. Colt, go. No, no. Oh, okay. Come on, strike. Okay, Colt's here. <laughs> Who are you? It's Colt-san. <laughs> <laughs> it's Whisper and Wenzel. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that the Japanese bit's carrying over to the spooky month. <laughs> Too bad. It's, my, it's it's a lifestyle. Oh, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, well, this is our first episode of October, and as you know, we uh we like to keep things spooky here in October. So this is our first of five spooky episodes this month. And first, <gasps> yeah, yeah, be scared. <laughs> so first, we will be doing uh, a cryptid episode. We all we all have different cryptids that we uh, picked out. We're just going to go like in depth with them, talk about them. Yeah. Pretty uh, much explain them to the group. Uh, should somebody explain what they are? Though? Hold, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Colt, can you speak into your mic? I'm here. You were just pointing at it and going. All right. Yeah. Just make sure. Hold on. Just keep speaking into your mic. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm here to say I like spooky things in a major way. way. Yeah. yeah. Dogs okay. or not. I got you. You're good. Colt's mic was acting up. I, you know what? Our whole system is just make, making yeah, making me boys some, up top are going to be pissed. Yeah, the boys, <laughs> boys up top. Boys up top and the boys in the back. Wait, do we have do we have do we have like a cryptid in our system that's making it buggy? Ooh, we're being haunted right oh, now. Oh, oh, what if it's the same demon that uh possessed me last year? Oh no! Oh, <laughs> shit. That was one year Ooh, ago. The ghost no, of break the laptop. The ghost of a bad podcast is back. Woo. <laughs> oh, that's really good. <laughs> Be sure to follow the demon on Ouija. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, Patrick, how about explain kind of like what a cryptid is to people that maybe don't know? All right, for, for those who aren't in the know, a cryptid is basically a. A creature and an animal that that scientists have have yet been able to find uh, definitive proof or explanation for. There's been a lot of, you know, like local sightings of people that like very sort of circumstantial evidence that that um we were people are, are just aren't quite sure whether or not these uh these creatures exist. But there seems to be a lot of like anecdotal or like personal testimonies to these uh, creatures or beings, and uh, these 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 are things. Creatures mean that that have been sighted all across uh, America, all across the world. So there's plenty of different stories from the you know from from the forest, the land, to the seas, to the skies of just strange animals that really defy explanation. And we have five different stories for you today of different creatures that have been spotted throughout the world and throughout America. And it should be noted on cryptids real quick that cryptids can be they. A lot of times they start out as something like you can have some cryptids that range the gamut from like a literal like animal like that mm-hmm. people see out in the woods yeah. that people are like oh we don't know if that's real or not and they it, they think scientists actually think it's a real animal or that maybe it just hasn't been ex- you know ex- discovered yet or it could be something paranormal and humanoid uh, yeah you know uh, for me at least I chose I chose the the you know the description of, of anywhere in between there including like you could consider some like. 
demons are or yeah, can, can yeah. be considered cryptids in some some degree. I personally, but most of the time, they have a specific name or attribute to them, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know things like that. Yeah, yeah, they can they can also be certain creatures from like myth and folklore that can count as cryptids. No one here has it, but like Bigfoot's one. Yeah, yeah, or, Bigfoot's one, or or even even down to just the generic. Uh, concept of elves or yeah. little people or or, or dwarves or, yeah yeah we, we, no, the, those are real <laughs> <laughs> oh um i was yeah. like we don't believe in elves but no, like, you're thinking of hobbitses oh yeah mm, okay. <laughs> um so pretty much we're all going around we're gonna be like hey this is our cryptid just kind of introduce it to the group uh not i don't think any of us know what each other chose <laughs> no we kind of told each other so we wouldn't choose but i don't it's I, also been over a week since that happened. i know I cults just, yeah, I just know Colt and, and yours. Yeah. Okay. I know nobody's. So okay. a lot of us is going in blind. So we're going to go in alphabetical order by our actual names. So Cody is going to be kicking it off for us. Oh, that's me. Oh, okay. So has anybody ever he- here ever heard of the Hat Man? Yeah, I'm him. Batman. <laughs> the Hat I Man. Se- I have three. So, I've actually never heard of him. Though. So the Hat Man is uh, generally classified as a shadow person. Okay. Now, a shadow person has it's only kind of gained ground in what exactly this is in the paranormal realm. Um, in the past, uh, since about two thousand one, I think it was uh, talked about on a um, on a paranormal radio show back in oh one. Um, they are heavily, deeply, heavily related to uh, Native American folklore, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they are some creepy little shits. Uh, shadow shadow people. Just to start out, shadow people are. Um, they're human. You're humanoid-like figures that are seen out of the corner of your eye. Oh yeah, oh, okay. yeah. And they jut around rooms. Like that one over there. I, oh don't my do god! That. Don't <laughs> fucking do that. <laughs> so yeah, they're seen with your peripheral. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that had like a. a no, name. yeah, they're called shadow. People. Yeah, okay. yeah. I remember um, I watched a show that they try to do some stuff about it. But yeah, go. Ahead. Some people call them like. Uh, some people say that they are. Of course, some people say that they are psychological. That that we just out of our peripheral vision, our brain starts making stuff up because we yeah. only really see what's directly in front of us. Um, sometimes people say they see them directly head on. Uh, of course, some people will say that they come about if you're in the dark, walking around the dark. Suddenly, a chair starts looking like a shadow person, but suddenly it turns into a chair. It's not actually a shadow person. And Fucking weirdos, man. Yeah, no, it's there's some spooky stuff that happens around shadow people, and um, one of the spookiest to me, something that I recently found out about a few years ago, was a shadow person, uh, a, a specific shadow person. So shadow people themselves are cryptids because they're not necessarily humans. They are they are some creature that's out there that has been been told about for years and years and years. Shadow people are the generic. So I wanted to go a little bit deeper, and I found something that's a little bit deeper, a little bit more scary, and it's called the Hat Man. Now, the Hat Man is real creepy uh, because he happens a lot of times during something called sleep paralysis. Okay. Oh. Does everybody know what sleep paralysis is? I've had it once before. Uh, yeah. It's fucking terrible. But do you want to explain it for those who don't know? Yeah, yeah. I've got it right here, Wenzel, just like on my sheet of paper. It's Whoa! Al- wow. It's almost like I know how to write research. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. Anyways. R E S E A R. Anyways, I've been plagued with nightmares for the past few days. Forgive me. <laughs> um, sleep paralysis is an interesting thing where um, 
at the beginning of sleep, you the medical condition of sleep. This is a medical condition. Mm-hmm. It's not just it is people related to paranormal activity because it weird things happens dur- happens during it. Your body freezes up. Your mind is awake. Your eyes are open. You are experiencing your surroundings, but your brain is slowly slipping in asleep, mm-hmm. and your motor functions get cut off. So you can't move your body. You can only see and perceive what's going around. And some people wake up in the middle of the night with this, and it's basically I'm like. You're scared. I'm spooked. This is, no, Cody's I'm suffering real, from I'm being sleep. real with you. I'll tell you a story after we get done, after I tell you exactly everything about this. But uh, there was, uh, the, what happens in sleep paralysis is that you can wake up in the middle of the night and you'll have, you're basically caught between a dream and, and reality. Mm-hmm. And they can merge together. Some people say that they get attacked by witches. Uh, people, the, a lot of alien abduction stories where people in their bed uh, are, are attributed to sleep paralysis. Um, and uh, some people say they see like demons and they'll hear like people speaking in the other rooms and it's all in the middle of the night and it's I, terrifying. I got a quick question for you. Is it is it similar to the phenomena of like when you're laying in your bed and it's while you're between awake and asleep it feels like the, your bed's falling out from under you. Uh, that is part that can that I don't know if that's sleep paralysis per se, but I'm I'm sure it fall, can fall under that. Like, it probably falls umbrella. under like the, okay. Um, some people feel like uh, people sometimes will experience it with people crawling on the bed with them. Fuck or people, that. I, you saying that got me out. Or people uh, sitting on their chest. Or yeah. people sitting on their chest. There's a lot of pressure. Some people say it feels very oppressive, like there's a demonic presence in the room. Some people, after people pass away, they'll feel like the person who passed away coming to the room and sit on the bed with them. That's also a kinder form of yeah. sleep paralysis. And it usually comes about in high-stress situations or people who are have high anxiety, things like that. Um, Fuck. Oh, also mirror people. If you have a mirror in your room, uh, you'll see people walking around in the mirrors, but not in your room. That's legitimately why I got rid of the mirror in my room. Oh yeah, I hated <laughs> mirrors. I yeah. hate mirrors. I when I look into mirrors, I don't make eye contact with myself. Yeah, it's, it's real creepy. Cool. We haven't got to the Hat Man yet. This is the hat, the hat, sleep paralysis in general. We could do a whole episode on that, and it's yeah, fucking yeah. terrifying. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Um, however, <clears throat> the uh, the the Hat Man, um, he comes out at this time. Okay. He comes out during sleep paralysis. Three, three p.m. Now, oh, three a.m. <laughs> is the I don't know what time he comes around because no one really knows because he can't move whenever he yeah, comes time around. Zones. Yeah, uh, and time zones. And time zones. He wears a trench coat and a fedora. Oh, I know. I just want to get not that out of the way. Anymore. But he's a. But this is the. He's the, an incel. Now imagine. <laughs> he loves wow. <laughs> Here's the thing that's the most terrifying about this man. He's so tall that he typically has to hunch over in the room. No, fuck that. Oh, I'm out. So imagine sitting in bed, and and you see, look in the corner, and you see this tall, hatted man, with a, or hatted, a man with a hat on, fedora, sometimes a top hat, with a, either a duster, which is like a Victorian era, like mm-hmm. fancy clo- clothing, or a trench coat, like 1940s noir detective. So tall and just hunched over the roof. He's a shadow person, so he has no features. You just see the outline of him of this being this being with this trench coat, this hat, things like that. Okay, no, I'm selling the house. Um, this and he. This is the this is the part that gets me is that sometimes people will see him lean over and just stare at them all night, and he just stares at you all oh, night. I've had nightmares like that. You've oh, had fuck no shit <laughs> no wait you've had I've you, had nightmares where like I will open my eyes will be wide open there's like a face without any features just a white head 
just looking right at me. Cole, what if I told you you were awake? <laughs> a, a white head? Yeah, it's like a white head. Like you know, anybody with a hat or a trench coat? No, it's just team? a bald head. Okay. <laughs> it could have been Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Vin Diesel's hot to um, you. <laughs> Triple X is shadow. He keeps trying to do Facebook Lives with me. Uh, he also uh, he also sometimes carries a pocket watch with him, which is kind of unnerving if you think about it. Yeah, pocket watches. Because time. a lot of times he'll yeah. pull, because because people will see him. Because he's not just standing still. Yeah. This The thing is not just sitting there. You can People see him like, as you, people, humans do whenever they stand, they kind of wave back and forth. See him waving mm. back and forth. And this man can stay there for up to a few minutes or up to hours. There have been people who it wasn't until daylight hit their room that this man stood and watched them from midnight till daylight. No, not in my house. And they can't <laughs> scream. Your body is shut down. You can't scream. You can't move. Yeah. He just stands in the corner. No. And the thing is, though, about this man is that he has a little pocket watch. And sometimes he'll pull his pocket watch out, and you can just, you don't know it's a pocket. You just, you, you don't see it. You see the details of like the, the chain and the pocket watch. He just stares at it and then stares back at you like he's waiting, like it's his job to be there and just stare at you while you sleep. Gets worse from here, okay? What? <laughs> um, What's worse than a pocket watch? So. The thing about think about the shadow man or this the the the, the he's called the the hat man the phantom hat man the shadow hat man but he's called the hat man because uh, this is not something that a few people have reported this is a something that, or that one person's reported this is something that many people have reported of course for years so all over the world so people in different parts of the world have have thought of this have had this man stand over them but it's not just in sleep paralysis either this man uh, near death experiences. A lot of people will see him. They will come to him in near-death experience dreams or dream or or comas, and he will just stand there. And whenever they try to leave or they try to get up, he says, "You're going to hell with me." And uh, in in raspy voices, um, people who have seizures see him a lot. Um, he's he's uh, people who have seizures. Ha- it's related to that part. Psychologically speaking, it's probably related to that part of the brain. Maybe I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. Yeah, but. Um, and sometimes kids will start seeing like people, kids, there's been a lot of reports of, uh, kids looking out the windows of their, of their house or they'd be at, watching TV and they see out the window, this man walk up and they see him with his tall hat on and stuff like that. And they go to open the door, like who the hell is this? Or go look out the window and he's not there. And then he just starts showing up in their room and he will literally stay with them for the rest of their lives. I hate windows. Um, and it's definitely associated with death, uh, in the, in the sense that you, uh, Whenever you see him, sometimes uh, <laughs> you'll wake up to the to the thought to the to the um, news that a family member has died. Oh my god! So he's sometimes so, and there's so, like multiple reports of people like yeah. exp- oh my god. So this isn't just one experience. This is why I even though this is more paranormal, more ghostly. This mm-hmm. is why I consider him a cryptid is because he there's been multiple sightings over the course of time but the thing about most cryptids is that they're kind of hidden they don't really show up in front of people fucking mm-hmm. hell that scared me <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I thought that was the fucking hat yeah, man we were the, about the, to stop the thing about most cryptids is that you kind of, it's like bigfoot you see him in the woods or you mm-hmm. you just happen upon a giant moth sitting on a pole uh, or something like that the hat man he comes to you um <laughs> no. which is what terrifying if you start jerking off no spiritually so, 
So what is what does this hat man do? Okay, so shadow people they typically are they're like shadows. They fizzle away. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll see them just disappear and like see look like a little dust cloud. Uh, sometimes they'll just like fade to darkness or t- fade to light. And again, it should be noted that in a dark room, these shadow people, specifically the hat man, is way darker than the surrounding. It's like a void, a black yeah. hole in the room. So they're visible. They're but they're they're shadowy, visible yeah. with no features. Except for the outline of the hat and the trench coat. And the, he uh, also speaks to people tele- telepathically sometimes. And he'll like talk about their worst fears and things like that. And sometimes he'll just grumble and moan at them, uh, which is terrifying. Um, so he'll stand in front of you and he'll, he, he'll watch you. But when he goes away... Uh, most of the time, he will fade away for some people. Some people can get the power to close their eyes, open them, and he's gone. But the most of the time, what what people experience is um, uh, he will just literally walk out of the door. It's not like uh, these other shadow people that that have the ability that are just like maybe part of your imagination that suddenly just poof and gone. You're like, oh yeah. shit, that was just my imagination. No, he's like, okay, I'm done here, and walks out the door. Like some people say, he opens it. Some people just walks through the doorway, and some people say he just walks through walls and he's gone. Um, which is real creepy, but he's also known uh, to come in and out of mirrors. Nah, so he again. That's why I got and the uh, there was one report that I I read while, or I was either read or listened to. I can't remember when I was doing research for this um, of this man who was laying in bed and he saw this figure come from behind him again, sleep paralysis, and walk towards the mirror and just stand in the mirror and he, he saw the dark figure turn its head and just stare at him in the mirror. The entire night, he the dark figure was in front of the mirror, but he was angled in such a way that he could see the man staring, staring at him. Like the face was turned toward. I'm getting chills thinking about that. Um, Now, here's the best part about him. You know, it's a good part. Uh, Since he's associated with sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis has paralysis has this fun little side effect. Sleep paralysis, or not side effect, it has this uh, cool ability that once you learn about more about the more you learn about sleep paralysis, the more you deal with it, the more higher chance you getting it. Of course, there's a lot of people who, uh, who um, out there who get it naturally that just come yeah. to them. But the more you learn about sleep paralysis, the more you dive into it, the easier it becomes for you to have sleep paralysis, supposedly. Which, in turn, because if you're learning about sleep paralysis, your your chances are higher to meet the Hat Man. So everybody listening to this podcast, yes, has a high chance of has a chance to get fucking spooked by some real demons by by the Hat Man. Don't know. Many and now other that you know podcasts. about the Hat Man. It's probably more or less okay. So in all, I don't, this is you know this is my final take on this. Um, you know, more than likely this is a psychological effect. For some reason, our brain puts this blank slate in our dreams. Just you know, we swap faces. There's this blank slate. Why does he have a trench coat? Why does he have a hat? No one really knows. Maybe it's some part of psychology that we don't understand. But the thing is, though, even if it is psychology, by me mentioning it, I'm still implanting this little mm-hmm. seed so that yeah. you guys might get to experience the Hat Man. I don't know many other podcasts that promise you real demons. <laughs> <laughs> Only here at AYCH. But Hell that's, yeah! But that's the Hat Man, and I got and we did little drawings for each yeah. of our little guys. That will, uh, it will be on our Instagram. Our little guys, our little duties, <laughs> our little doodles, <laughs> our spooks. Uh, I'm I'm really bad at drawing, but uh, I, especially feet. So take a look at the feet. But uh, you guys can just. Uh, it's just a picture of feet. <laughs> and these will uh, be on Instagram, uh, AYCH Podcast. Let's go follow us. I just. I, the thing that terrified me the most about it was. I appreciate it. I've never seen. I've never had sleep paralysis before. Yeah. Um, I, I did want to mention a thing that I was. I was looking up some of this stuff and listening to. I was not looking it up. I was listening to podcasts at work today. 
and I left out through one of our our little uh, our little main warehouse area that we have. I was I work in the office, but we left out through the warehouse. And as I was walking out, I walked past the break room. Well, as soon as I started get to the break room, I started hearing talking. And I was and but it was pitch black in there. I was the only one in this building. And I was like, oh, fuck. And again, I've been listening to spooky shit all yeah. fucking day today, this morning. And I walk past the break room, and the TV's just on. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this. It looked like something that was just tall there. I didn't give it time to look. I just ran. I, I'm thinking it was a, it was a, it was a snack machine. I'm thinking it was the fucking hat man. What are you talking about? But uh, I was fully awake and lucid whenever that happened. God, so. you remember that uh, in the movie uh, It Follows, the tall uh, dude? Yeah. That I'm remembering that how he just walks to the door, and uh, and Tanner his hallway, uh, to his bathroom, it's pitch black. You You cannot see shit in it, and I think it'd just be a good like little area to be like, let's fucking scare some people. (laughs) I also want to mention that there the Babadook is uh, is is one of the other ways that you can look like. Yeah, yeah. I was was going to say that because that that's. Fairly reminiscent of what that character yeah, looked like. Yeah, the Babadook is another one, but uh, the Shadow Man has been around for years now. Yeah. And uh, some people, comp- comp- play, they say that they are, they end up being, pos- not possessed, but like haunted by this mm. person. So, so uh, have fun with the Hat Man, boys. Not in this house, uh-uh. Yeah, how, how, how much would that suck though? Multiple people being haunted by one entity, like that was the that was one of the weird things that I was listening to, and one of the one of the theories that were thrown out there. I don't believe in any of this, um, but uh, astral projection. Okay. Um, there because the these reports have come out in the past like fifty years or so. I don't even know how long ago these reports are coming out. They're 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 fairly recent. Mm-hmm. Um, probably in the honestly since two thousand one, maybe. You know, I say fifty. I said fifty years, 50 or maybe years. seventeen. You know, it just depends. <laughs> but like, if depending, you know, some people were saying that maybe this guy, this hat man, because everyone's experiencing it, mm-hmm. they were astral project. They're like a an astral projecting menace who's like going around to houses and so astral- like it's like it's like a this that one theory is a single individual that's like purposely like projecting yes it's spirit onto people oh yes interestingly enough this is the other thing but i don't believe that uh but a lot of people think that it's like he's like a virus in a way Mm. because you can catch him like if one person sees him then other people start seeing him and also uh because um there's been there's been reports of people in the same household that will see him and the one person will see him, and then another person in the household, without being told about the situation, will then see him, and then they'll be like, I saw him too. And uh, th- this also happens to little kids a lot, yeah. surprisingly. <laughs> uh, little and, sick bastards. But it happens to kids a lot, because a lot of times you'll hear little kids say, I just saw a really tall old man sitting in my, standing in the corner of my room. No, my and that ends, up being, uh, that ends up being attributed to the uh, um, hat man. Hmm. Well, that, that, I mean, that was... I never knew... That there was that was just one specific thing. Like yeah. I always assumed it was just like, oh, I see like a shadowy. Fa-. I never realized it was like believed to be like one entity. That's really interesting. Yeah, shadow people are interesting because they're they're known in Native folklore, uh, Native American folklore, somewhat about. Um, there's some stuff about them being uh, like trickster spirits and mm-hmm. things like that. Coyotes are trickster spirits, um, and mostly comes from dancing, the shadows dancing in the flames, that sort of thing. Um, which is really interesting, but shadow people—they're uh, known to to haunt wide open spaces as well. So thank God my room's small. You can walk into a, a lot of times. You walk into a warehouse, and you'll if you're if if it's haunted, supposedly you'll see little little things running across the background. 
and yeah. it's little shadow people running around. And, and Anyways, then, and typically also whenever people are driving, they see them as well on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they'll think there's a person sitting on the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, that, that happens to me a lot. God, I, I, You've seen I shadow a, people. I heard a really good story about it, and I I wish I could remember it. Yeah, creepy shit, <laughs> man. All I right. can't believe you just came on here and be like, I'm going to give everybody a demon virus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if you, if you listen to this podcast and you you experience him, let us know. Yeah. We're doing spooky month all fucking yeah, this month. Yeah, is, this is all month. Mm-hmm. So tell, tell us any send, any of our send, cryptids. Right? Send us some spooky shit. <laughs> if you get possessed. <laughs> if you, you ever know. see a cryptid, let us know. You know, if you want to send us a demon email, that's cool too. <laughs> let's, let's not. Yeah, let's keep, let's keep the demons out of the inbox. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I put a holy water uh, uh, Google no. extension. <laughs> Search up tons of pictures of crosses. Once <laughs> <laughs> we put them upside down, so there are any more demons. Oh my God. <laughs> the crop tool. <laughs> Jesus is worst nightmare. Photoshop fucks us again. <laughs> uh, damn it. <laughs> All right, who's next? It's me. Colt's next. Nice Colt. transition from a Native American spirit to another one. Yeah, well, my my cryptid is the Navajo Skinwalker. I want everyone... These to, bitches fucking I want, terrify me. How about this? Tanner, say my cryptid's name. Navajo Skinwalker. Uh, Patrick? Navajo Skinwalker. Cody. Navajo Skinwalker. Wenzel. Navajo Skinwalker. Good, we're all fucked. I'll get to that later. <laughs> I knew I knew as soon as I said it, he was putting a fucking curse on us. Nah, fuck it. I want to fight a Skinwalker. No, I, I got to do with the hat man and Skin... No, fuck this. The Navajo Skinwalker in the... I don't know how to say it. Like, the Nav... Back off, kid. Yeah. I Like, in the Navajo language, it's the Yi Nadloshi. And that's the name, and it sounds fucking demonic. That sounds scary in itself. He's yeah. speaking backwards. He's, if you if you spell it the other way, it spells demon. <laughs> but wait, but there's four letters going forward. Uh, don't question it. Don't red rum, red rum, red rum. <laughs> ye no loshi translate to by means of it, it goes on all fours. The I can't deal with this. No. Anything that crawls is scary. Babies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking true though. <laughs> Just everything. <laughs> The legend of the Skinwalkers is not well known outside of Navajo culture, mostly due to reluctance to discuss the subject with outsiders. Yeah, I fucking wonder why. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Uh, <laughs> in basic, the Navajo Skinwalker, I'm just going to go say Skinwalker, uh, type of harmful witch that has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise himself as an animal. It doesn't have to be an animal, it could be a living thing. Like animals a, are living like things. Like a person? Yeah, I think so. Oh my god! So it's aren't a, they typically coyotes? They're typically animals, though. <sighs> yeah, they're shapeshifters. As far as I, I, can always, tell I always heard that because the coyotes the trickster god in the, in that real typical yeah. The, in the yeah, of and also coyotes scary as shit when they scream. Yeah. yeah, they are believed to take the forms of animals in order to travel in secret and do harm to the innocent. That was straight off the wiki, making me feel happy at eight p.m. the other night. <laughs> <laughs> a skinwalker is one of the several varieties of Navajo witches, which is the that is a word I am not going to try to pronounce because I feel like I defend someone. What is it? How do you? What is the spelling? A N T and some letters that are not English. Well, A N T is anti. Wendell, you look at it. And, <laughs> oh my god! Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but the Navajo witches are practitioners of witchery. Is what the name means. Okay. Okay. Uh, animals associated with witchcraft usually include tricksters such as a coyote, but can include other creatures, usually those associated with death or bad omens. Turtles. Death or bad omens. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking turtle to me. <laughs> they possess living animals or people by locking eyes with them. 
And uh, so make sure you don't lock eyes with people. The whole life, I've always had problems looking at people in the eyes. Well, it sounds like you're the smart one among us. Yeah, uh, yeah. I always look fuckers in the eye. But <laughs> you would get possessed. You probably Walkers already possessed. Can be male or female, but they are typically male. Of course. And damn patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all from the official wiki. This is the, the official wiki was boring. I'm gonna yeah. be real with you. It had no info, and the next info is coming from. Uh, the cryptids official fan wiki. Yeah. Okay. And I couldn't find anywhere else, so I just went with it. It's generally <laughs> thought that only childless women can become witches, the female parts of the uh, skinwalker groups. The Oh, and this one is called Possible Terrifying Information. Their population is anywhere between a few hundred to a few billion. Are you fucking kidding that me? That was on the wiki. That's like ants. That was on the wiki. What the fuck? A few billion? That's There's a few billion people. Though likely it's in the hundreds of thousands to millions. It just sounds like people. <laughs> we can, we, we're guessing that there's as many as one skinwalker up to like 10 billion. One it's somewhere se- between One there. seventh of the world population. What the fuck? That, that what? <laughs> somewhere between a couple hundred and a couple of billion. That's where I, I started questioning the legitimate. Where did they get these numbers? I wonder. Is there like a census for skinwalkers? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, they, they just go up to some fucking. Are you a skinwalker? He's like, yeah. yeah. Just, the U.S. government goes and puts a, a fucking survey in a mailbox in the middle of Utah, and it, it, it gets filled out. And now. all the fucking coyotes come up to it like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, time to fill out the census. <laughs> what the fuck? I can't do a coyote. Nobody here, nobody here knows what a coyote sounds like. Apparently, <laughs> I was doing a skinwalker noise, not a coyote noise. Uh, same thing. The first sighting goes to pre-Columbian times, which makes sense. I don't know why that was on the week. That probably means it's real. If people back in pre-Columbian times were seeing scary shit, it's probably real. Oh man, wait till you get to mine. Their habitats were towns, villages, cities, anywhere a human can live because they want to eat some flesh. You so, know how they do. <laughs> they eat people. I'm assuming they do because well, they want to cause harm to innocents. Oh my god! They don't eat them. It's yeah, like, from what I, from what I've learned about skinwalkers, they eat people. Oh my god! Or they kill and eat people. I don't know. They're most frequently seen as a coyote, wolf, fox, eagle, or a crow. Those are the most common animals. So you're telling me America's bird is potentially all skinwalkers? Yes. Yep. Oh my god! It makes too much sense. It's said to. This is the part I was talking about at the beginning. It said that to say "skinwalker" out loud will attract them to you, as if you've been marked. To say their name aloud is to invite them to yourself. Skinwalker. Not, not skinwalker. A. Skinwalker. Not skinwalker. Wait you stop that demon shit. In parentheses, I wrote "f u c k" spaced out. <laughs> uh, skinwalkers are usually very hairy in their human form, so if they're not in their animal form, you can use. They're just hairy shit. Okay. I think I can deal with that. Some Navajos describe them as a perfect version of the animal in question. So if you ever see like a perfect wolf or eagle... Put him up, motherfucker. <laughs> Cody said I'm a skinwalker because I have my chest hair out. Yeah. Oh my God. Cody started pointing to Tanner and I immediately looked at him and I pulled out a gun. My fingers. <laughs> yeah. sorry. sorry Wenzel's doing a bit. I'm sorry. I lost my place. <laughs> Damn it. Right after we learned it, they, they take the perfect form of what? They are the perfect form of the animal that in uh, question. So it'd be a perfect wolf, fox, eagle. And so basically they're, they're indistinguishable from an actual animal? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, sometimes a skinwalker will be tracked down only to be led to the house of the tracker or someone known by him. Hmm. It is said that if a Navajo was to know the person behind the skinwalker, they had to pronounce the full name 
and about three days later, that person would either get sick or die for the wrong that they have committed. Oh my god! So if you know any skinwalkers, so skinwalkers are like hitmen for hire too. They'll be like, yeah, we'll fucking do whatever. No, it's, it's saying like a Navajo, like yeah. the if they know the skinwalker's name. Oh, okay. The, some part, so some people. I know. I don't know about specifically. With I know with the Navajo, you're saying that they say that the skinwalker is uh, is an actual person, yeah, or a witch, yeah, okay. That's, that basically consumes human flesh. Okay. Um, in some other instances, skinwalkers are not of this world. Okay. They're demons. Okay. I'm like, how do you know the name of a coyote? But okay, this makes sense. <laughs> um, I lost my place again. I have a lot of info on and, my and, screen. And the thing that's interesting about the thing that's interesting about those is that they are not just in the Navajo and the Utah deserts as well. They're actually in the southeast and the eastern parts of the United States in the same Native American folklore oh my God, that's as us. a different name, uh, Wendigo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Doesn't make it feel better. Does they're, they're, no. no. They're Thank not, God they're closer to us. They're not exactly the same, but they have similar. Wendigos yeah. eat human flesh, and uh, it's through the eating of the human flesh that they become the Wendigo. Oh my God. Supposedly, I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, it has something to do with cannibalism. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that's icky. They co- humans become ravenous whenever they're hungry and then eat flesh of anything. I'm just saying, hot take: eating skin gross. <laughs> not skinny chicken. Skin, chicken skin's good, but. It's a belief to kill a skinwalker in animal form, you have to shoot it in the neck with du- bullets dipped in white ash. Which I don't know how the hell to get white ash, so we're fucked. <laughs> they also possess the ability to make any human or animal noise that they choose, regardless of their current form. In parenthesis, I wrote, If Lucas says chaos reigns, I'm out this bitch. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. I mean, if, if any animal I know is probably one of these skinwalkers, it's Lucas. It's probably my dog, Gabby. No, they're both skinwalkers. Oh, my God. Probably. One of every animal's well, a skinwalker. What he said about the voice replication reminds me that, like, as part of the skin look, skinwalker lore, like, if, if you're in the woods and you hear, like, a voice that you recognize... I'm about to get there, that 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 that, that uh, it's good not to approach it because that might be, you know, them lurking. Yeah, they'll, they'll like, scream for help and shit. I'm just saying, I can do a really good bird impression, but that by no means means I am a skinwalker. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Yeah, like Pat was just saying, a skinwalker may use the voice of a relative or the cry of an infant to lure victims out of the safety of their homes. Since a skinwalker cannot enter an inhabited home without invitation, uh, or vampires, you just have you're you're pretty much safe as long as you don't invite people into your house. And you're a hermit. It sounds like you just made us invite them to the house by saying their name. Nah, no, like you that you invite them into your life by saying their name. It's like sending a text message saying "come over" versus opening the door to a knock. I don't know. What if they transform into an ant and sneak in? If I hear someone knock on this door. If somebody knocks on this door, y'all leaving. <laughs> no. Podcast in. No, the hell we are. <laughs> I ain't getting eaten today. Okay, go on, Cole. But an easy way to spot the uh, skinwalker is you'd have to look at their eyes, and if their gl- eyes are just glowing any color, you can easily tell it's a skinwalker. But wait a minute. You can't look in its eyes because you'll get possessed. Exactly. Oh, my God. A catch 22. Yeah, what the f- fucking. They're- they're also they their eyes have the same effect as other animals because they have that membrane. Supposedly they have the membrane on the back of their eyes that mm-hmm. reflect light, mm-hmm. like to see at nighttime that makes them nocturnal. So the glowing comes from the fact that the light bouncing off of their the back of their eyes. Aww. So like they, they can take the, they can also take the form of humans. I thought too, other they, humans they can yeah yeah. So like they like they there's like stories of little kids being eaten. 
and by the by the skinwalker and then tracing the kid back to their home and then literally taking place of the kid and eating their family. Oh my god, that sounds awful. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I lost my words. Go ahead, Cole. I'm Go sorry. On, Cole. I, I don't mean to take away your shine. It's really interesting, though. In animal form, they can be spotted by moving stiffly and unnaturally, or acting strangely. So, if you see them like the uh, Silent Hill nurses moving around like that with Ooh, the jerking, jittery, yeah, Ooh, yeah, fuck yeah. D- don't fuck with those animals. Oh my god! In, in from a science, like not from a scientific from a viewpoint, like of reality. Not, yeah, these like, are fucking real. I know. No, from like monster, like that would be a. Oh, sorry, I got a hiccup. That'd be the, a good way to um to stay away, to get your kids to stay away from raccoons and a rabbit or shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Skinwalkers can use spells and charms to instill fear and control in their victims. So they're magic? Yeah, yeah they're, they're, witches. they're witches, man. Oh, my God. I thought, like, transform witches. No, skinwalkers are, like, super powerful. Yeah. Apparently, they can do anything. <laughs> Uh, Skinwalker can use anything of personal belongs and use it in ceremonial w- rituals against the person they are doing evil against. So be careful what you throw away. Like, if there's like a rag you nut into a lot, uh, they will the f- use that to kill you. <laughs> Just an example. Great to know. Just an example. Uh, this is the last bit. Thank uh, God. <laughs> they use a powder known as corpse dust, aka a corpse poison. Corpse dust is composed of ground infant bones. Often twin infants, specifically bones down from the fingertips and the back of the skull. It's blown into the faces of their victims or down the chimney of the victim's home. Soon after the victim breathes the dust, the tongue starts to swell and blacken. They undergo convulsions and die not long after. So we have to be weary of everything to avoid these. Oh, yeah. Santa, real people, real animals, uh... Everything you own. People who like to blow dust in other people's faces. <laughs> yeah. Dust in general. I went down a uh, I went down a skinwalker kind of rabbit hole um, one night because I was reading through uh, a thread. I love the ask credits where they do spooky shit. Mm-hmm. They ask it like on ask. I have a, like a story that I was going. Oh, tell you're going to tell it. Oh, okay. Like paranormal. Reddit. Yeah, go ahead. Tell one. This comes from a Reddit user known as Fireclaw is Woot from a paranormal thread back in uh, it was three years ago I don't know what three years ago was 2015 2015 that fucking year was awesome because uh, <laughs> Black Ops 3 my uh, alright I'm gonna get into his body real quick okay. right, skin walking uh, my grandfather wow I fucked that off already <laughs> my grandmother on my mother's side has always been very superstitious for lack of a better word she's not religious but she does believe in a lot of paranormal stuff her mother was full-blooded Navajo and her father was Irish. Either way, she'd never been anywhere east of Montana and she grew up in Nevada. One year when I was in grade school, I, we went to visit her. Most of the visit was pretty uneventful, typical boring old people stuff, except she always kept her cur- curtains drawn shut and would always peek out the window. And when someone asked what she was doing, she would simply reply, You know, Lou, she is watching me. Sounds kind of... Yeah, that's not uh, typical old people shit. What did she say? You uh, know, Lou, she is watching me. Yonalda? Yonalda Lushi. The, the, the skinwalker's name. The skinwalker Inavo. name. Ooh. Uh, this went on for nearly an entire visit until a few days before we were due to leave. My grandma, my then baby brother, he's hun- he's 19 now, lol. We're in the front yard that evening planting flowers when all of a sudden my grandmother starts shouting, insert little brother's name here. Get away from that creature. It's not safe. Of course, being in Nevada, we all assumed that my brother had found a scorpion or a rattlesnake, so we all run outside to see my grandmother clutching my little brother and shaking in terror against the side of the house. Standing out in the yard was a black, a large black Great Dane-sized dog. 
It was staring at my grandmother with an intensity I'd never seen before. It looked up at us, gave a little huff, and bounded off. I don't remember if it moved unusually fast or not, but I do remember it. It's had deep yellow eyes. When my mother asked the, when my mother asked my grandmother what had happened, she kept repeating the Nautilus. She has found me, and she moved a couple weeks after that. Nah. Uh, yeah, I would do the same is, thing. Uh, there was a thread I read as well from another one where they, and this is not just one. I've seen seven, multiple threads over the course <laughs> of the past few years of um, different people being just driving out on, uh, I forgot what route it is, but this is, it's a specific route that is like, they call it like the devil's route or something like that out there. Oh, it's in like West Virginia, isn't it? No, no, it's in, it's in, it's in, it's in Utah. Oh. It's on, it's like it drives through a Navajo like reservation oh, okay. on the outskirts of one. Um, and one of the interesting things that they they they'll they'll be on the side of the street and it looks like a little congregation of different animals just on the side of the street and they'll drive you'll drive past it and all of a sudden they'll start seeing something in the mirror just kind of jutting back and forth and they don't know what it is again they're going sixty miles an hour down this road and they look over and they see a coyote matching its your speed their speed and it's like a coyote going 60 miles per hour running down the road beside you. And they say it's the, out of the corner of their eye, they'll see it slowly transform into a humanoid figure and like start swiping at the, at the car nope. and you just keep going and you don't look at them. Nope. And there was one guy who said they felt, they, they felt one jump on the back of their truck and like start shaking the truck. I'm and, never going to yeah. Utah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, th- I think it was uh, a Skinwalker story. Cause that, that reminds me of, of a, of a similar post of like this, uh, it was like the speaker. He, was, he said he was like a uh, like a young boy, and he was in the, a truck with his uncle, and they were driving home at night. And he said, um, at some point, his his uncle like uh, said, "Just look at me, just look at me." Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, Like the whole time, he's like he's looking at his uncle, and he drives on. He said his uncle said there was something like on the side of that was following them, and that's probably one of the scariest stories. Ever. Yeah, I've yeah. read that too. And yeah, because. I think it was you, Cody, or maybe Colt. They sent one of you sent it in the chat, and I remember reading it. I was like, okay, that's yeah, it was, it was me that sent it. That's yeah. the one I was. That was legitimately spooky. And what what was it like? They they said don't someone was staring at you, but didn't they, didn't he say there were multiple? Oh yeah, God. Like, because because they usually travel like for some reason they, people see them in packs, and they're like it's just like this congregation of like. Uh, Deer and coyotes and, and rabbits just just chilling out on the side of the road together, like not eating each other, and they all of a sudden just start racing after the vi- trucks. No, nah. yeah, it's a really it was nah. a really good creepy story. Avoid the state of Utah at all costs. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a little drawing. I'm gonna pass around. Yeah, let me see uh, that. Wenzel's direction oh, first. Okay, well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's, it's fucking horrifying. It's, now, it's so fucking scary. I'm not going to Utah. Oh my god, here. I'll, I'll like, I was that. already kind of scared of Utah before this. Definitely avoiding Cole. Utah. Cole, what the <laughs> fuck? Cole, this is... It, it's so scary. But it's actually kind of good. Oh, I'm it's it's a deer standing on its hind legs. It, are those nipples? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not. It's deer got nippies? Yeah. Oh fuck! I googled how many uh, nipples does a deer? Oh, have. that was the other thing. Oh. Was uh, I'm glad you did your research. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing is that they actually are deer. Yeah, <laughs> the, I, I know that's, that's one of the, uh, the descriptions. That in, in more recent accounts, they'll say that it, on, on top of just like like on on like unhumanly like thin and gangly humanoid figures, they'll have like instead for a head to have it. A deer skull. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wendigos specifically have like and, deer antlers, and they're freakishly yeah. tall and lanky. And they, yeah, it's it's all that shit's terrifying, and I don't want to fuck with any of it. Uh, yeah, which, and, for, and for those at home, Colt drew a seven point. 
<laughs> I don't know, dear. I mean, no, that's good. Is a seven point good? Yeah, seven points good. I mean, I mean in the, the land of hunting, six or above is generally. I mean, I don't know what the score is. I don't like. I can't score it. I ain't got rings. What the fuck? I don't this know. is like actual hunting stuff. I was trying to make a bit because I'm fucking spooked. <laughs> Tanner's like, this was a bad idea for a podcast. This podcast is... This whole week is... This whole, this whole month, month is going to be spooky as shit. Man. Y'all getting possessed. For pe- real. And the people who are like... The thing is, though, is you always hear people say, Oh, humans scare me more than monsters do. Nah. I'm like, fuck that shit. Nah. Well, Unless not- one of y'all right now are like, let me eat you. Nah. That's not even spooky to me. I'll be like, nah, bitch. <laughs> you know? But if a demon's coming after you, you can't just say no to it. Yeah. That well, makes I mean, you it angry. Well, I mean, you can't say no to a fucking person coming at you trying to kill you. <laughs> I mean, you can. Swiper knows swiping. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. can, but they're not going to stop Everybody knows Door the Explorer rules apply at all times <laughs> to like, humans. It's like, 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 how often does like a gun or a weapon have against like, you know, something that's intangible? I don't know. Let's well, let find me, out. Okay, first and foremost, <laughs> if I if I get attacked by a human, I'm getting butt-ass naked as quick as possible. That's going to scare a human away. I, but a demon, they probably like that shit. And I'm, uh, I don't want do. that. It's easier easy to get to you. That's that's how to get to the clothes. I would literally shit myself. and I'd get naked and shit myself if someone tried to stab me. I mean, they eat, eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a future sound clip. <laughs> By the way, uh, Cody's been taking a self-defense class. That's what they taught him to do. Yeah, yeah Cody's taking Kung Fu now, and that was the first six weeks of classes. You just shit all over yourself. <laughs> You, got, you just got a roll in it. When my seafood tr- did it for the first time, I freaked. <laughs> You're like, what? Want to fight that guy? <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm that's legitimately. My, I, no, you've said that multiple times. I fully believe you. It, it's kind of like it's the octopus way to go, or the squid way to go, where they yeah. ink a little bit instead yeah. of inking. I'm shitting it's just <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Okay. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what, what are you I don't know him. what was it no, that no, I don't know like, like I don't know if I would get naked and shit myself if somebody no, tried to stab me like monster like I mean monsters it's like if they're just like if they're similar to animals and they're fucking stupid with humans it's like they're smart I don't know I get well, it like, I get I, it I, 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 I think have... anything that can transform into humans or animals is well that's in... different though because they that, probably that watch is, Rick and Morty. Their IQ is high. That is a person that can do that shit. Well, like, I, I don't know how smart a bear is, but it can kill me whether or not it's smart or not. I mean, yeah, True. sure. And but. that's a, that's one of the things is that, like, to understand why we're afraid of paranormal things is because we don't understand them. We don't know their intelligence level. We don't know if we can be. We don't even understand the stuff that we do know about. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, how smart is a bear? How do how smart, smart is Gabby? She moves her bed all the time. One I don't get very it. specific dog. <laughs> I mean, no, I was going into my kitchen, and every time, I, like, it's like every ten minutes, I'll go. Like, I I did this like as a test. Every ten minutes, I'll go in there, and she just moves her bed at different spots. I'm like, what are you trying to do? It sounds like she's. Just it, wait, what if it's not Gabby that's moving her bed? Oh my God, Patrick! <laughs> don't you bring this shit into my. <laughs> well, no, it's funny because one day, one day I did, I did catch her moving it, and I, I said, "Gabby, what are you doing?" She stopped, looked at me, and we just stared at each other. And I said, "Okay," and then she just started moving it again, and I left. Oh my God, I don't know. Yeah. It's such a, it's a good bit because it's like if I'm looking at her, she'll stop, but if I'm not, then she'll start moving shit. I think she's just trying to make sure nobody knows where her location is at all times. Dude, yeah, this this doll is obviously visible from any area in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> okay, <right>. Patrick. That's <laughs> what you got. What do you got for okay, us? Okay, uh, my, my uh, cryptid is, it will definitely be a lighter fare compared to the... the, the Thank God! Because uh, okay, my my uh, creature is called the Snallygaster. Hell yeah. It is, it's been predominantly seen in um, the Northwest. 
to specifically around Central Maryland, the Washington, D.C. metro area, but most of the sightings have been have occurred around one specific place, and that's Frederick County, Maryland. And the basic I, basic description of the monster is that it, it's a winged creature with uh, reptilian and avian features. Like it has parts that resemble a bird, parts that resemble a reptile. So like a wyvern. It's similar. It, uh, it described Wait, as having a uh, an eye in the center of its one eye in the center of its forehead, a long, thin, often metallic beak. Um, and That's cool. Claws, claws like a hook, and it emits a screech like a locomotive whistle. Okay, mm. I've seen Zoids, okay? <laughs> Patrick just described a train. <laughs> <laughs> People of Maryland were fucking stupid in the 1800s. <laughs> oh, no, the first sighting was in 2016. They <laughs> <laughs> just got trains. And they were just, yeah, they were just by the railroad. Yeah. But, um, but uh, the first... First recorded sightings that are actually documented uh, happened in 1909, but there were reports of, of a creature fitting this description as early as the 1730s when the area was originally settled by German immigrants. Oh, my God. And they refer to it as uh, Schnettergeist, which means quick spirit in German. Oh. Anything that can move fast is automatically spooky. Yeah. Can I just put that out there? The flash terrifies. Imagine, flash. imagine she a does. baby crawling at you high speed, oh 20 God. miles an hour. Don't even get me started. I mean, I watched that movie where the baby crawled up the ceiling and then turned its head all the way around. Uh, that's called no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all put some evil spirits in this house. All right. So, uh, like, like I said, um, he's had like the basic description is similar to like a, like a, a cycloptic bird with like a reptilian skin, but also a... And a unfrequent description is sometimes it's described as having tentacles. Oh, like oh, where? Okay. What else does this thing need? Like where? Eight arms. That that that's something that's always weird. Sometimes it says it comes from the mouth of the creature. Sometimes it's come from the chest. It's a, it's sometimes described with tentacles somewhere on its body. Jesus fucking Christ! God, it's badass. Why? So is is this thing is this thing like a chimera? It, it, it is. It, it, it doesn't seem like a, like a like a, a hodgepodge of different creatures because it had, like like a bird and a reptile and possibly an octopus. Like, for some is reason. it said to have hard splits between these animals, or is it more like we don't know how to describe it outside of the multiple features that it has? See, that, I, I think what like, it like what what they're describing is is the best that they can describe to what these features right. are. Not just like there's it's it's like. Literally a patchwork yeah, creature. So it's, so it's not gonna have like a snake coming out of its ass and a lion's head. It literally, <laughs> it's it's snake. It has like these features that are like it. I, I get what you're the closest, not a the, yeah. Those are the closest thing they contribute to its features too. Yeah, okay. Okay. I got you. And also the the very first stories claimed the creature would also drain the blood of the uh, of anything that it caught. Of oh, course. it's a vampire. Of course, chupacabra. Why else wouldn't it? But interestingly. Uh, the whenever the, the Snallagaster is mentioned, it's also uh, another creature is mentioned in tandem with it because it's uh, it has it's interesting in the fact that it has a mortal enemy mm. in the name of a creature called the Dewayo or the, excuse me Dewayo, which is basically like a vaguely mammalian wolf-like creature that's sometimes bipedal, and and a, and I guess a very basic skin. It's, it's, it's similar to a werewolf. Okay, and and, and, and it's in its physical makeup and it. It's described having you know, is a humanoid, you know, a large bushy tail, and there are reports of, of like violent encounters between the Snallgaster and the Dwayer that go wait, that go that go back to the settlement of the area since mm. the 1700s. Oh my god! 
Why would and, anybody settle the area? Just let them have it. <laughs> and so, like, there's this long-standing feud between these two creatures. And they say the the one thing that seems to ward it off, interestingly, is a heptig- uh, excuse me, a hemptogram, which is a seven-pointed star. Hmm. And um, and it's to this day, you can still find old barns with a, a seven-pointed star oh. painted on it. Oh, that would be really cool to see. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. monsters. That's interesting. <laughs> so, and uh, so basically, the Starting in 1909, reports of the Snailgaster began uh, appearing in the in local newspapers, specifically, let's see, the Valley Register, which is the, uh, the newspaper of the of the area. And up, up until that point, it was all sort of just like um, stories that passed around person to person, and sort of just like word of mouth. And then from February to March of 1909, several reports were being uh, being uh, Passed on to the newspaper. There's a, there's a huge uh, increase in sightings in that time, hmm. and then it's, it's described as having uh, enormous wings, a long pointy bill, claws like a steel hook, an eye in center of its forehead, and emitted a screech like a locomotive. So, like I said, and then uh, in a February 1909 article, it was reported that a creature had carried off a man. It bit his throat to drink its blood and discarded its body o- over a hill during flight. Oh wow, that was nice. Hmm. And like I said, the the, the uh, newspaper of Middle uh, Middleton, Maryland, the Valley Register was the um, the sort of like it was the one place that all these uh, stories were being like sent out from. Yeah, and the, the, the stories had caught such acclaim uh, throughout the uh, Northeast and to spread around the country that even the S- Smithsonian Institute put out a reward for anyone that can bring the height of the creature to them for study. And uh, the, 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 the uh, stories got so, so, so big that even the sitting president uh, Theodore Roosevelt was considering postponing his trip to Africa to personally hunt for the beast. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, God, Hell that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> the president versus did. the snally ass. God, that's like some... So, question. So you said so you said that they reported in 1909 that uh, it had killed a man. Was it like a body recovered? Like, was there at least something there? Like, did they find like, oh my god, this dude's neck got bit off? Did, did, all, all we know is that something. There was a story uh, that was received and brought in to the newspaper that there an eyewitness had saw this creature pick up a man, like pick him, like, swoop down, pick him up. And like you know, drained his blood and just sort of like dropped him off mm. in the woods over a hill. Oh my god! No. So. Yeah, this thing's real for sure. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> and so let's see. Sightings presented in the north northwest, uh, all along the northwest, with footprints being found in the snow. A woman in West Virginia claimed to see the beast uh, roosting in an old barn where she saw it was tending to an egg the size of a barrel. What if it was a barrel? <laughs> Wait, how big is this thing if it can shit out a barrel? It's, it's, it's always been described as in a very large, if it can easily pick up a pick up a, a full-grown man and carry him in flight. Yeah, okay. So it's obviously a very large creature. Man. And, uh, it, it, it's, it's the reports of the Snailgatcher being uh, sighted is, is, is even as far as Ohio. Okay. So they, they apparently has a, a very wide range outside of just the northwest. Northeast. Yes. Anyway, um, the, la- the the last sighting of uh, the Snailgaster in Maryland happened in Frederick County in, of March 1909, where three men claimed to have uh, fought the beast for over 90 minutes before finally driving away into the woods. <laughs> Damn. That's some 
anime shit. <laughs> like, we're going to fight this it, monster for... You, you know, in my mind, to me, it looks like something out of Final Fantasy. Like, yeah, what does an hour and a half fight with an animal look like? <laughs> <laughs> That's flying in the size of a school bus. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. So, um... So this, this, this is the last reported sighting for 23 years. That was when the the encounter with the three men had. And then in 1932, uh, there was there was one last sort of rash of sightings. And then um, they, not not as many as before. There's, there's a few more come up. They started like, oh, people saw that, like a, a very large, strange bird was seen in the area. And then a few other sightings sort of corroborated, okay, people have seen this thing again. And but the but the very last ever recorded sighting of this now guys happened in 1932, where they saw the word is reported the beast um, was flying over a moonshine distillery, <laughs> and the the um, the fumes of the alcohol overwhelmed the beast and it crashed into the 2,500 gallon vat, and um, they they say soon after the beast had um, crashed into it and died that. Uh, agents arrived in the scene, destroyed the vat, and destroyed the carcass of the beast. And that was the last one. And that's how Jack Daniels got created. And, <laughs> and there's also um, some speculation. The reason why there's a big gap in time between the sightings is people were speculating that the the 1932 Snellgaster was actually the offspring of the 1909 Snellgaster. Mm. And then just there was like, let's see, I have a, I think I have a couple more stories. Uh, I mean, that would make sense. That's enough time for something to get that big. Yeah. And so the um, the last story I have was was, was I thought was very interesting because no other story had this uh, claim that in February 1909 a railhand uh, worker was uh, sent in a story that he was picked up by the beast. He was working on the railroad, and the creature had swooped down and picked him up. But what makes his story different from every other story? Is that he said it spoke to him? Oh, of course. And he said, "Shit." Reportedly, the creature said, "My, I am dry. I have not had a good drink since I was killed in the battle at Chickamauga." Oh hell! Nah, it's a Native American. Native Americans have some spooky battle at Chickamauga. Yeah. Wow. So he would have been a Native American spirit, or I would assume Native American spirit, considering the beast uh, being like spiritually. And and, and like I said. there were reports of these of this creature since it, since the early 1700s when the first you know European sailors were coming in. Wow! And they, and uh, all and, and just sort of as a lasting sort of impression that it's made in the area that there's actually a a yearly beer festival held in Washington D.C. named after the beast. Oh, huh. that's cool! Well, that sounds that's like we're true. going to Washington. So, <laughs> there ha- so it, it's, it's it's very well known in, in in the area, but there has not been a recorded sighting since 1932. I mean, that's still pretty wow. cool. Though. That's that's interesting. That, yeah, I'd never heard of that. That's really yeah. And so cool. this this is a uh, my uh, this of course it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> Oh my god! And as we said, all, all of our uh, all our drawings will be on our Instagram. Yeah, that, yeah. Thing, that fucking thing's wild. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, I forgot the. Oh my god! What what is the name of that one? Um, Hippogriff. Hippogriff? No, there's another one. Griffin. Um, Thunderbird. It's a car. Let me see. I'll see if I can find it. There's a Don't car. play with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Pat. God. Man, so I'm so glad we get to see Pat's drawing, then see mine after. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, this is wonderful. Yeah. What do you think? It, so, 
so really there was never so there were there were sporadic sightings, but there was a big batch of sightings in 1909 specifically. Yeah, specifically from February 1909 to March 19. That's when the the biggest concentration of of sightings occurred when in was, multiple states. Predominantly in the uh, Frederick County, uh, Maryland, in in Maryland, and even into um, the metro area, of Washington D.C. Yeah, no, this thing's fucking real. That thing was real. And, and there, was, there was like a like like handful of spiding, like you know, like, like in West Virginia, one even as far as Ohio. So, so oh, sorry, go ahead. But basically, it was basically around okay. that area of Maryland. Okay. So wait a minute. The cha- the Battle of Chickamauga was uh, fought be- during the Civil War in 1863. So, what if it's like a? Oh my God! Th- sorry, I-, I love this. Like, what if it's like a dead like? Oh, so that was a Civil War battle. Yeah. So like, oh, I was like thinking a- it was like a Native American battle. N- like, what if it's like a like a spirit of like a Confederate or a, or a U.S. soldier who like somehow got turned into a dragon? <laughs> <laughs> Lays eggs to turn into it's more another. likely than you think. <laughs> I've got a message for this snazzle gas, whatever it is. Snalagaster. Snalagaster. You lost. Get over it. <laughs> I, question. Fuck. So I know there's a Lake Chickamauga in Florida. Did that battle take place in Florida? What's uh, Chickamauga is in Tennessee. Or no, wait. Martin, shit. It's somewhere. Uh, we don't know. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> somewhere in the southern. The, the US. two creatures. I, that I don't trust the word of no ghost dragon. <laughs> uh, the two creatures that come to mind with this when I see think about this one is the basilisk and the cockatrice. Oh those, yeah, the, those are two creatures. Of course, the basilisk. It's funny you mentioned that because um, in the in the Snallygaster uh, beer festival, there there are two um, I guess like paid entry ways. Mm-hmm. It's like one's the one basically the premium package and one's the uh, you know public package. And the uh, I think the uh, premium package is the basilisk package. And the, oh, um, so people in Maryland are fully aware that this thing exists. And, and, <laughs> and the public package is the kraken passage. Oh, so the, that that brings yeah. in the tentacle, that brings in the reptile. Yeah, no, I I the I love I, first of all, cockatrice is a, is is both of all them are. I think basilisk and the cockatrice are both considered like wyverns, which are form of, like the form of dragon that has wyverns. Like the, wyverns. 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 Waverns. Lanterns. Wyverns. Wyvern. Wyvern. Oh yeah. My God. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, and Chickamauga, by the way, is uh, northwestern Georgia. Okay. Well, it, it, it's it, like right below Tennessee. Okay. So. Maybe Let's I got see. my legs confused then. Let's see. How do you pronounce Wyvern? Let's see right here. Come on, Google. It's always Wyverns, usually. Sorry. Pronunciation of Wyvern. Wyvern. <laughs> oh, wow. I've always heard Wyvern. Yeah, it's wyvern. I've always heard wafer. Uh, yeah, but they're like dragons. They're cool. I love right. them. And the uh, the basilisk, basilisk. Um, some of them are considered winged, but I think the basilisk and the cockatrice get kind of mixed together a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're basically chicken dragons that can <laughs> yeah. that can uh, turn people to stone. The, that that's what threw me off when I read the Harry Potter the second one for the very first time. It's like when the, when the basilisk came out of the statue. It's like there's a giant chicken yeah, yeah, snake. It's a, it's a chicken. Mo- it's a chicken dragon. Anyways. Wow, that that yeah, that was I again. I've never even heard of that one, so that's actually really interesting. That is really, and interesting. it's like a cool little like local folklore. I I, I like stuff like that's oh, that's almost the direction I went. But uh, dang, North American dragons. Yeah, no, it's real. Not dragons. What I are you see. doing? I, I was waiting because Cody started panning like a dog. Hey, I'm still. Throwing out wyvern. Nope, can't sneeze. Wow. Uh, you know what sneeze means? It means you're getting the demons out of you. I'm telling you, we all. 
That means the skinwalker's looking at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Tanner. Okay. So, my, mine is kind of like in the same vein as Patrick's. It's a little less like, you're going to die. Uh, I did the Mapping Glory, which uh, is what? the Mapping Glory. Spell it. M-A-P-I-N. I'm probably butchering it. M-A-P-I-N-G-U-A-R-I. But sometimes it's spelled R-Y. It's like Japan. Okay. No, it's actually not. Uh, the name makes you think Japanese, right? Or or some sort of Chopin. H, some sort of C H. Oh, Kate Chopin. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the uh, fuck. author. Author. Writer. Okay. Well, anyways, this thing is in the Amazon. Uh, allegedly, oh. it's a it's a big and like Brazilian folklore. So, according to Brazilian stories, the Mapingrori was once an Amazonian shaman who discovered the key to immortality thousands of years ago. He angered the gods and was severely punished as to his discovery, which forced him to be transformed into this wandering beast for the rest of his life. So, right away, this is real. Cool. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> this thing is spooky. But, the thing that interests me a lot is a bunch of cryptozoologists and even like actual zoologists are like, oh, this thing might be real because of, the, of a species of sloth called the giant ground sloth. Oh, yeah, oh. like the megafauna. Cause yeah. They, they used to, those fuckers, they would uh, make, there's tons of tunnels underneath, old sh- fucking tunnels underneath the, underneath the rainforest because these bitches would, like, dig tunnels the size of fucking, like, yeah. cars underneath. Yeah, these, these sloths were allegedly huge. That's, I'll, I'll get to it in a second. But this thing is usually depicted as a giant sloth with backward-facing feet, so its feet are just... Oh, yeah. Okay. It, completely inverted, like, heel first. <laughs> Uh, but also it's said to have an extra mouth on its stomach, uh, or somewhere in its torso area, either the chest, the stomach, somewhere, uh, just an extra belly, just ready to feast, you know, and over nine, over nine feet tall, and like iron sharp teeth, iron sharp claws, so just imagine giant sloth, backward facing feet, two mouths, that's what this thing is. But again, unlike, uh, some other cryptids, some science, some actual scientists, Believe this may actually be a real thing and believe it is to be the long thought extinct giant ground sloth. And uh, the giant ground sloth, just a little background on it, was said to have went extinct thousands of years ago. But there have been sightings of these giant ground sloths as, as like of actual giant ground sloths as late as the, or as soon as go as the 16th century. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, who knows? And uh, it's due to its large stature, it's sometimes referred to as the Bigfoot of the Amazon uh, jungle. And uh, this is from phantomsandmonsters.com. Uh, the Mapingrori sometimes speaks, likes to punish hunters who violate religious holidays, and is often bulletproof. Certain lore seems to link it with the South American werewolf. The more werewolf-like versions of the Mapingrori is called the Wolf's Cape, and is thought to have originally been human. So that goes back to the whole... This shaman was transformed, you know, accursed. And I actually have a story from a newspaper article called the Hammond Times from Hammond, Indiana. Uh, <laughs> a long way from <laughs> right in the middle of the Amazon. Yeah, I know, I know. But, but uh, well, it's related. Uh, from Wednesday, August eighteenth, nineteen thirty-seven, and the article is titled "Sloth Scares the Boonville Natives," and. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read the story to you. 
A stranger who declined to identify himself strolled into the newspaper office here today and declared that this that the weird, mysterious beast whose screams and prowlings have terrified residents of the Ohio River Valley is simply a giant sloth. So, first off, you're like, how did this thing get from fucking South America to Indiana? <laughs> okay. The man said he and his uncle were returning home from Mexico two years ago with the sloth, which they had captured on a game hunting expedition. He said they lost it near Evansville and never had found a trace of it since. <laughs> he was uncertain if it was a two-toed or three-toed, but veered that sloths came in both varieties. I actually don't know if that's true. Can yeah, you? Ha- can the, two-toed, there three-toed. are two and three-toed yeah. sloths? Oh, yeah. the, the, the sloth you typically think about is going to be the three-toed. Three, yeah. So yeah. It's the one with the eye markings. The two-toed is the one that has more of a longer nose okay. now, and it's uh, got a browner. Okay, so that's... Frame. Cody would know the sloths. Yeah, yeah. Cody loves sloths. I love sloths. Uh, when a sloth is hungry and frightened, he said, it will give vent to blood-curdling shrieks and yells such as terrified River Valley residents have reported. They have heard intermittently since Friday night, August the 13th. <laughs> At the time... Miss Ralph Duff reported she caught a fleeting glimpse of the animal and said it looked like an ape. Posses, according to reports here, are searching for the river bottoms cautiously in the hope of tracking the beast to its lair. River folks said today that they had seen an empty circus truck in the vicinity and assumed that animal experts are endeavoring to capture the alleged monster also. So, essentially, this caused these residents of this small town in Indiana to go on this monster hunting expedition for this giant sloth creature. That sounds like fun. So, is it real? Who knows? But, uh, while we may never know if the Mepinguri is real just due to the vastness of the Amazon forest, hundreds of locals have said to have seen the beast with dozens reporting to have direct contact with the with the beast. So, essentially, hundreds of people have reported sightings of this giant sloth, the Mepinguri, and dozens have said, oh, this thing talked to me. Uh, like no. me and him just having a casual conversation. And while it does sound too blood curdling to be true, if this thing is the long thought extinct giant ground sloth, we're lucky as they were exclusively vegetarian. So <laughs> yeah. the map and glory, if it is the giant ground sloth, as many believe uh, it's vegetarian. So we, we actually yeah. have nothing to worry about, but it, as uh, mentioned, it will seriously maim you as it has razor sloth, uh, razor sharp claws, <laughs> razor sloth claws, yeah, okay. razor sloth claws, uh, sharp teeth. Again, the multiple belly thing, which is actually feeds back into the giant sloth series because apparently giant ground sloths had a marking on their torsos that looked similar to a mouth, yeah, to, for room for their stomach. So who knows? Maybe actual Mavengrory's giant ground sloths are still roaming, yeah. The Amazon rainforest, I or it. Amazon but I imagine though, today. if it when when it tries to swipe at you, it's just like really slow. <laughs> yeah, the, like uh, I, you obviously couldn't find anything about like the speed of this animal <laughs> slow as fuck. or the ferociousness. <laughs> but if it's like an actual sloth, it like it'd be like a slow motion, like oh shit, and <laughs> they, they would have found that SOB years ago. Yeah. But, again, just due to how big the Amazon is, like, it's impossible to explore. I mean, there's still, like, thousands of undiscovered species of animals and insects and stuff in the Amazon that we don't know about. Especially if if it holds up that they actually do dig holes and shit. Yeah, if they actually live underground. If they're ground dwellers, which would also lead to the giant claws, because it'd be for digging, then it would, you know, I mean... You would have to literally dig up the Amazon. Mm -hmm. And all, all the artistic 
renditions I've seen of them, because usually when I think of a sloth, I think of like a very flat-faced creature. But the a lot of the artistic depictions actually depict them more as giant moles, is uh, what they look like they with look the snouts. Like, they look like giant two-toed sloths. Yeah, yeah so. they long snouts, yeah. This is my artistic oh. rendition. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just want to temper expectations. Cannot draw at all. Like, at all. I can, can't color in the nah, lines. Nah, don't lie. He painted it. <laughs> it's a, it's a full-blown... It's, it's a, a modern Picasso. It, it's an oil painting. But really detailed. I, I try like how you put your signature on it. Yeah. <laughs> but Well, that was like a bit, because Winslow and Did Patrick do it. it with like a full fist? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, Patrick, you could if if someone brought this to you, it would be a part of the Halloween. Oh, Patrick, <laughs> please drop my animal good. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, so that's the the map and glory. Uh, I thought it was interesting just because it may actually exist as just these long giant thought extinct slots. giant ground sloths. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, That'd so be really cool. I, I was actually really interested when I. Uh, let me just put that face <laughs> down. That's, that's what I love about cryptids. It's like some of them are just like animals that were thought to be extinct yeah. and might still be alive. Yeah, so highly possible because, again, there were sightings of these animals. I mean, sighting of these giant sloths in the 1900s, but like multiple sightings of them as not that long ago as the 16th century. Yeah. So maybe they still exist or maybe they're just long dead and people are seeing bears. I don't know. <laughs> bears or, in the or Amazon. Like, even if, it, if, they're, if they're gone now, like the fact that, you know, something that should have died out hundreds of thousands of years ago somehow persisted even until the like, 16th century. Yeah. That's yeah. still pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like to where like civil, human civilization was well and thriving. Yeah. Yeah, megafauna died out uh, due to the oxygen slowly going away in the atmosphere. So, like, there's a reason why megafauna really don't exist anymore. Like, we have elephants and rhinos, but I don't know. Giraffes. You know, and uh, those larger animals. But for the, and, but they're kind of all from the same region. Yeah. We don't have mo- much megafauna around anymore because uh, there's not, a, whenever they were originally around, we had a shit ton of oxygen in the atmosphere, which allowed for bigger growth because, um, Per, they got more oxygen per breath, with a lot, which allowed for them to be grow bigger. That's the reason why we used to have bugs the size of our heads, uh, and most of that stuff uh, was what created our oil. By yeah. the way, mm-hmm. was uh, giant trees and giant ass bugs and shit. That Thanks, cre- bugs. <laughs> so yeah. like, just imagine if if we still had that 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 level of you know, I guess we would be huge. Like, like just, just, or just the thought of you know, things bigger than like you know. And if we have a life today on land, it's just kind of freaky. Like, oh yeah, like yeah. like just seeing like uh, a taxidermy moose is still like it's yeah. still pretty. I was about to say though, even yeah. like we the creatures like moose are just like that's a dinosaur, fucking huge, yeah, they're yeah. huge, or like elks, well, saltwater huge. crocodiles, yeah. Or just just imagine if we still had insects, you know, like dragonflies, like a foot long or more. Yanma, I carry around uh, a sword. No lie. (laughs) Or those long-ass ore fish that you find deep in the ocean. And it makes me wonder if humans would have even survived. Because if you're having to deal with literal every fucking thing you come across that's going to kill you, like big enough to kill you, you no longer at the top of the food chain. I imagine it's what Australia is like all the time. <laughs> like it's like, oh, here's these poisonous jellyfish. We got some spiders. Hey, sometimes when it rains a lot, we got sharks in the street. Oh. Also, when you, when you have a house in the in the in the middle of the desert, uh, kangaroos will just come and just like, yeah, kangaroos will try to rob you. I, I don't know if you ever seen a kangaroo up close, but they're pretty scary because they, they look like a dog person. Like they yeah, have, they're just hugely muscular. They have like giant claws and they just. Furry's wet dream. I was about to say that. Furs, really? Damn it. And they're jacked. The fur is so nice, though. Furry? 
<laughs> no, because I went to a petting zoo and they had a kangaroo. Don't so. get nervous. Oh, is this the thing in Chattanooga you went to that they told you was a zoo, but it was actually a farm? No, no, I, it was uh, down there near uh, Gulf Shores. Oh, okay, I know what yeah. you're talking about. All right, Wenzel. All right, so our my, final cryptid. Mine's a little. We're landing, we're landing on a like a light-hearted note. It's not really you know that scary big. It's called the uh, Aswang. It's from the Philippines. Uh, it is uh, it is also a shapeshifter. And uh, let's just get into it. The Aswang is a cryptid originating from the Philippines and is prevalent in many Filipino myths. It is an inherently evil werebeast and vampire-like creature. Uh, speak in earlier when you said 16th century, Spanish colonists notes that the Aswang was the most feared among the mythical creatures of the Philippines even in the 16th century. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, and just know there have been sightings as of 2015. Oh, so like What? Yeah, so, like, literally, like, from the 16th century, maybe even before that, to 2015, there have been sightings. Why would you lie about something like this for 500 years? <laughs> so, the myth of the Aswang is especially popular popular <laughs> in the Visayas, southern parts of Luzon, and parts of Mindanao. Uh, most descriptions of the creature are very vague because they vary from region to region and even person to person, but that's also because they're fucking shapeshifters. shapeshifters yeah. So, it's like, of course it, it varies, um, but there are several common themes. For example, they are shapeshifters. I've said that so many fucking times. They're shapeshifters. Wait, a quick question. They're shapeshifters? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Are they transformers? <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, they're transformers. Uh, but um, they're, uh, let me see. Sorry. Uh, stories, uh, they they live as regular townspeople, so they're able to disguise themselves. They are very, uh, you can tell uh, Oswang from a regular person is if they're very quiet, shy, and elusive. Fuck. And, uh, but <laughs> at night, they transform into creatures such as bat, bird, usually a crow, a wild boar, a black cat, or most often a big black dog. Um, they love to eat small children and unborn fetuses. What the fuck? I was about to say, Ooh. that's why you don't talk, you don't hear from me at night. <laughs> How, I'm just wondering, like, okay, the small kid thing I get, be like, man, I'm hankering for some unborn fetus. But th- that would require you killing a person. Did you just like just reach up there and grab well, it out? Well, here's how they get the unborn fetus. Oh. Some of them have been described as long proboscises, which are used to suck the children out of the mother's womb. What? <laughs> no, no. You said lighthearted. Fuck all of that. <laughs> and I'm scared of big vacuum. And at some and at some point, uh, they made a movie or some sort. And I remember looking this up, and I saw like someone like their like their own rendition of how they do it. And and from what I could tell, it's pretty much like this woman was pregnant. The creature, t- long ass tongue, just goes into the stabs the woman in the stomach and just sucks out the child. And just yeah, that's it eats it. Nice. Um, oh, that's so. Why? And uh, they're known to be very fast, aggressive, and silent. Of Monsters course. gotta eat, man. Of uh, course, they're fast. all of those. Uh, but like I said before, they're um, they're like vampires, like you know, werebeasts and whatever. Mm. But they're uh, they're physically much more like humans at daytime, but they aren't affected by sunlight. They're daywalkers. Oh, so they're uh, immortal vampires. Uh, there are ways to get rid of that them. That have straws. I, I'll I'll go into that a bit, but um. They only change their appearance at night is when they're hungry. Uh, and just a fun little fact, if you uh, – because they disguise themselves as humans, if you ever – if somebody ever marries an Aswang, upon their wedding, his or her mate would become an Aswang as well, but rarely can they reproduce. The couple may hunt together at night, but will most often go in separate directions either to avoid quick detection or because they do not like to share their food. Hey, those two bats right there. You think that it's <laughs> William and Mary? Oh my god. Do you uh how are they made? How are they made? Um History Channel. There's not really uh, some people there's not really 
they're not really the way they made because they don't reproduce really but some people believe that uh they were just completely made up by the Spanish colonists, uh, also to help like force the Filipino population to um, to convert to their like you know the Catholic religion and stuff. That's why there isn't really much about how they're made. Um, they're real. Yeah, these are things are real. Hmm. Um, Feel like y'all are hiding. With, some with shit. the they, they had like they had they had an evil summoning right, and that that brought them forth from the demonic plane, and they sit them on the Philippines. And another way you can tell an Aswang, <laughs> another way you can tell an Aswang is uh, if somebody is shaking violently. Uh, that's like, that's a good way to get. Like, uh, these are a lot of these stories from these um, from these older like tribal uh, societies. They end up having like uh, like almost like this. People, things that are disease, um, to stay away from, like rabies or, or, you know. Yeah, the Aswang is essentially the Philippines is a boogeyman, and um, they realize, uh, scientists have realized that the descriptions and myths about the Aswang have also originated from um, the sort of type of Parkinson's that mm-hmm. a lot of Filipino, uh, a lot of Filipino people have. Oh my God, were they just killing people with Parkinson's because they thought they were possessed? Kind of. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, not, not saying it's a good thing, but we had the Salem witch trial. I mean, no, I. I mean, I know. Is, is Parkinson's like genetic? Yeah, I probably genetic. But I, I don't know if it's genetic. Then they're taking out the genetic. Yeah, it's pr- it's pretty much it's genetic because I, I think I learned about something in my psychology class. But uh, but anyway, um, but Oswangs are said to be vulnerable during daytime because during that time they do not have the excessive superhuman strength that they have in their nighttime prowl. Uh, Oswangs only transform at night because they believe that God is sleeping. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, when people know their identity, they are hunted down and killed immediately. Hmm. Uh, countermeasures are uh, f- a lot of what they'll do is they'll take, like, cloves of garlic. Or they'll just take garlic and hang it outside their house. These are vampires. Yeah, they're oh. pretty much like vampires. Okay. It's interesting how a lo- and vampires are technically, under under the under the mythology, are also shapeshifters. But they're, like, undead shapeshifters. Yeah. Um, I would like to say Parkinson's is apparently not genetic. Oh, so it's not genetic. Oh, no, okay. No, I'm wrong. Genetic, uh, hmm. nothing. That's okay. interesting. Uh, but like, it's interesting to note like the connections between like what Colt did with the Skinwalkers, which are trans, which are which are transformers, transformers, uh, <laughs> shapeshifters, shapeshifters, uh, vampires, which are shapeshifters, which are like these like almost. Uh, for one, super fast, super speedy. Um, they kind of, kind of lanky, kind of pale, kind yeah. of like unnerving people. It's kind of like they were trying to be like, "That's a fucking weirdo. He's gonna eat us." You know? <laughs> yeah. Nonconformers are yeah. basically yeah. weird. Um, there was even a documentary uh, made about it called the. Uh, this is in 2011 called the Aswang Phenomenon because it's just like this. You have a country that's 83 percent Catholic, and it's like all these myths and folklores and stuff like that should have been done away with because you know they're all Catholic now. Yeah. But instead, it was integrated, and it's just an undeniable thing or like something that you just like that these people they still believe in it, and they'll be like, oh yeah, the Oswang's real. Yeah, and it's been persistent for like as you said, like 500 years. Yeah, <laughs> at and, least. Uh, let me go ahead and tell you one of the sightings. There was uh, one. Um, I can't say the name of this, so I won't. Oh, no, it's in Central Mindanao. But, uh, yeah, a huge dog allegedly entered the house of an uh, unidentified married couple and bit them. The couple reportedly believed that the creature that attacked them was not a big dog, but an aswang that had assumed a canine's form. Uh, allegedly, the husband was able to fight it off, hack, and get rid of like hack it, mm-hmm. and uh, get rid of the monstrous creature that mysteriously disappeared in the blink of an eye. The couple suffered wounds and are currently under observation. But this, I say under, this is back in... This is actually back in 2015. I think this is the sighting I was talking about. So that, what you just read was three years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're, they're, they're completely vampires now. <laughs> yeah, these are real, too. Uh, and also, there was also another close encounter with a mysterious creature that allegedly assumed the form of a black cat. And among the victims was a four-year-old boy, a teenager, and two grown persons who were all reportedly bitten by the black cat. Uh, and it's funny, too, because, like, the police, like, you think, like, the police will be like, oh, it's, you know, just regular normal animal attack. No, they were like, people were worrying about this, so they're like, stay vigilant. Like, they didn't say, oh, this isn't real. They were like... We need to watch out. Yeah, for this it. is clearly <laughs> yeah. a demon. And that's the other thing is eating flesh as well. No. Like that, the vampires drink blood. The skinwalker ate flesh, and this eats like fetuses and people. Now, uh, something else I should go into mention is that earlier everybody heard me talking about, or I kept saying this name, Manananungal. And the reason why I kept saying it is because whenever you search up Aswang, there's another type of Aswang. It's a type, but also it's not. But people generally attribute to it, and what it is, it. That name means the remover in Tagalog. And why it's called the remover is because it's a woman who is normal by day and by night detaches her torso and sprouts bat wings and eats unborn fetuses. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, the, it has been also known to make the sound of tick-tick. Uh, and that's actually another different type of Aswang, which is just a giant humanoid crows who belong to the witches. But whenever they make that tick-tick sound, the, um, the further away it sounds, it's how they deceive you. Which means that if it sounds further away, that means they're getting closer to you. Well, that just seems unfair. <laughs> oh, they sound far away. Oh, my God. That's a right dirty here. trick. It's like your rear view mirror. The objects may uh, appear further than they actually What? <laughs> yeah, and uh, they're also... Something else, too, is that uh, another defining feature is that if they uh, have bloodshot eyes, they're most likely not swung because uh, Aswang stay up all night looking for food. Of course. So, bloodshot eyes. When they have time to sleep. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. That's the Oswang. That's spooky shit. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't like that. It's persistent. Like it was like I saw one yesterday. <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I was going to ask you about because I, I think you've actually mentioned it. The creature that like how it takes the form of a woman, but at night, like its head leaves its body and like has like, just it's, it's well, it's in, its entire torso leaves its body and yet yeah, entrails hang out and stuff, and that's how it that's how it goes and hunt and eat your babies. And uh, now, um, it leaves behind its uh, legs and stuff, that the lower part of its body, but the thing about its legs is that it'll stay there, and there's some way that, like, if you fill uh, its legs with, like, I think it might actually be garlic as well, if you fill its legs and stuff with garlic, it can't reattach itself. So that's kind of a way to, like, fuck it up a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, because the first thing I would do if I saw an, a detached pair of legs is be like, I gotta go get the fucking garlic. But I mean, if it's standing up. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you be? But the, the thing is, like, you know, it's a catch twenty-two. You have to use the girl to get rid of the monsters. Like, you have to get rid of your garlic. I mean, that's like the most important food a person has. <laughs> exactly. And like, I what mean, are you going to hang on your house? I go through a bulb of meal. I mean, it's not like you have to put a ton of garlic. I'm sure you just put like one little bulb. Just, well, would garlic salt work? <laughs> probably. Yeah, actually, probably. Yeah, actually, because it says one of the things in there is uh, you can use salt as well. Oh, so that's probably double power. Garlic salt. We use for demon hunting. Colt, you're good. I'm safe. Yeah, yeah Colt no loves garlic fuck with me. I, I love garlic sauce. <laughs> so, like, so you're saying if, right we, if we just constantly eat garlic like we normally do, we're fine for monsters. That's why Italians don't have demons. Uh, <laughs> I can believe it. Yeah. You know, another thing Aswang do to trick people is they uh, when they kill someone, what they'll do is they'll make a... Um, a decoy out of uh, plants and stuff, like perfect in every in every way, of course. to send it back to its family, and eventually that person will just die of unknown illnesses. But that's how it uh, attracts people in their families. Huh? 
So so it knows the, 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 so it'll, it'll send you it'll, it'll send you back like if you if your if your son you know whatever was killed and then he comes back and he's all normal and then he just dies all of a sudden it's like fuck. So think about it. This dude's very clearly a plant. You have these very similar creatures across multiple cultures. Yeah. It's it's yeah. There's it's some interesting. Real, there's some... Because whenever Cole starts on the Skinwalker, I was like, man, these descriptions they they sound so similar to uh, yeah. the Oswang. It's maybe it's just humans have the same fears. I I love that mine was just two guys from Indiana accidentally bought a sloth back from Mexico. It turned, <laughs> oh. it turned into a giant bear. It turned Show into a... Oh yeah, if you want to see it, I did not finish coloring it, but here it is. Oh my God, Winslow, that's awesome. Yeah, my my gray Copic uh, ran out of ink, so I was like, fuck. What's the mouth do? I don't know. <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> yeah, I drew a really long uh, tongue. Well, so. I mean, it has a straw tongue, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't like how there's allegedly multiple species of these things either. I know it's interesting. Like, wow, Winslow, this is really good. Wow. I drew in a really weird position, so it kind of fucked it's, me it's, up. He's on the wall. Yeah, he's kind of hanging on the wall like a little dudo. Uh, I'm spooked. I'm just looking at it. Don't tell me that. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah, that, no, that's a really good drawing. Thank you. I mean, probably second to mine, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't I wait till like we post it. these on Instagram. It's, it's like, here's Pat's great picture. Here's Wendell's great picture. Here's Cody and Colt's pictures. And then there's Tanner's. Okay, you want to fucking go? He's saying Cody and Colt's, Colt's is pretty pictures. damn good, actually. No, Colt, no. I'm saying y'all are all better than mine. No, mine's not good. Mine and Tanner are on the same level. I would say yours is better than Tanner's. Oh. Okay, well, wow. maybe I'll just break your copy of Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> well, I'll break your heart. That w- Oh, my God. Uh, that was just one of five episodes, five spooky episodes we have coming for we you this lot. month. We have a lot. We even have some non-canons coming out this month, we have, too. Y'all, we, we're pumping out more episodes we're, this month than we have in any month before. Yeah, we're pumping 14. No, I'm just kidding. Not 14 episodes. <laughs> I'd die. But, uh, so thank you for checking us out. As always, if you're listening, please leave us a like, uh, a review, a subscription, a rating, all that good stuff. You can do that on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, iTunes, all your other RSS feed catchers. Let, let them know that you love us. Uh, as always, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. Tweet us if you've ever have had like a spooky encounter with like a cryptid, or maybe you're like um, uh, I don't believe in monsters, but I've seen some shit. Let me tell you. Yeah, uh, we name. should do a poll. Do you believe in cryptids? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, put that up when this goes up, and just let us know. Be like, hey, we've uh, I've had some encounters. Yeah. we would love to know and uh, start a creepy Twitter thread. You know, yeah, just send us all your spooky shit. At AYCH Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, AYCH Podcast, which we'll have we'll have pictures all month long of the, the again, the creatures we've drew. We've had a couple more episodes that are uh, we'll have some visual aids with them as well. So uh get pumped for that. Twitch.tv slash all you can hear where we will be streaming. Hopefully we uh we will have started back. We are starting back in the groove. Uh we're gonna play Spooky Mario Party uh on Ooh. Friday. Hopefully that's the plan. Uh, yeah. As of right now, uh, October 5th. There was a poll problem with our internet. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be able to play some uh, Super Mario Party on Friday, get back in the groove of streaming uh, more often, so definitely follow us on there. And you can follow me, Tanner, on Twitter at Tanner1495. I'm Colt. You can follow me on Twitter at Colt zero. Send us pictures of the demon in the corner of your room. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> also pictures of do- your dog in a Halloween costume. 
that with works. The, with oh. it barking at the demon in the corner of your Ooh. room. Send us pictures of your dog dressed up in the Halloween costume. Have you ever seen pictures? God damn it. Send us, no, send us pictures of any of your pets in Halloween costumes. <laughs> I, I, I want to see a, a bird dressed like a witch. And I want to see a snake dressed up like a bird. Oh, and I want to see a snake dressed up like a serpent. Oh, I, I want to see a, I actually would like to see a snake dressed up as a dragon. That'd be kind of cool. <sighs> yeah, he's got little cardboard legs. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know my stuff. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Wednesday Wilkie, and you can follow my art Instagram at World of Wednesday. Uh, you can follow me, Cody, at CODDOC11. That's CODDOC11 on Twitter and Instagram. That's it. Right. This is Patrick. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. You can follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next week. Boo. <gasps> Boo.